Hello, welcome back to Eudaimonia. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we're going to talk about mental health, crafting an amazing mental health, solving all your traumatic problems, and creating a bulletproof mindset so that you are endlessly driven toward your success. So let's just start with talking about trauma in general. I want you to think about the ways that you personally have been traumatized, those ways that you've been programmed, those ways that certain beliefs, certain values have come into your consciousness and are currently limiting you. So one thing that I always pick up on is the similarities that I have to my parents or whoever raised you in your personal life. And sometimes they're great things, sometimes they're powerful things that you've picked up, but a lot of times there are some negative things that your parents have experienced in their life have been passed down to you. Maybe it's some sort of, you know, scarcity with money. A lot of times it's like money problems, right? Especially if, you know, your parents weren't the wealthiest people on the planet. Perhaps it's some kind of anger issue or some kind of, you know, high stress situation, whatever it is personally for you. I notice, you know, some kind of money patterns in my parents that I've then picked up for scarcity. I've noticed some anger issues. I've noticed tendencies towards stress. I've noticed, you know, all these sorts of things that came into their life that have been passed down to me. Also think about the way that these people talk to each other or had a relationship where they divorced, where they separated, where, you know, did your dad run off? Did your mom pass away? What was sort of the relationship there? Because a lot of times, whatever it is, that is how you view relationships. If your dad left you, you see relationships as abandonment and, you know, you're scared of being abandoned. If you see it as, you know, your parents, you know, they stayed married, but they sort of don't really have a romantic thing going on. They're more like friends. That's how you might see long-term relationships. So understand that. Notice it. Because it's so like in front of our nose that we don't even notice what's in front of us. We really don't. We don't even think about how these things affect us. But really, your parents, it's like the first people you ever meet. It's the people that you see the most. It's the people that have been raising you since you were a child. They have been programming you the most. And I'm not saying programming in some like horrible way, like they're trying to like mind control you. It's just the way that our brains work. Our brains pick up on things and then they see them as, you know, that's normal. So if you see, you know, abuse happening a lot, if you see, you know, violence happening a lot, you see that as normal. And your brain sees that as a way to survive. That's why, you know, gang violence sort of propagates itself a lot of times, right? So notice how you've been programmed since a child because when you're a child, you are the most impressionable. Things just come into your mind. Like, I remember when I was young, I was, you know, probably 13 years old. I was really into politics. I was looking up political videos. And I remember that every single video I saw, even if it's different viewpoints, I sort of agreed with it because I saw that the person is so, you know, passionate and so convinced in what they're saying. And so I... I believed it. You know, I didn't have the critical thinking skills. I didn't have the sort of meticulous observation of body language and seeing if someone's truly saying the right thing. That's actually true yet because I was so young, right? And so when you're young, you don't really pick up on those things yet. So things really enter your mind easily, especially like when you're even younger than 13, let's say, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old, you're very, very impressionable. So being aware of this and thinking, you know, how can I look back at my life for as an adult now or simply as older than that and think about how those things affected me and how they actually changed my beliefs you know 
do you now because someone called you names in school or because someone yelled at you, your parents yelled at you, teachers, whatever? Do you view yourself as not worthy of love? Do you view yourself as stupid because it's what someone said? Think about that because your beliefs that limit you can haunt you for your entire life. Understand that. Some of us have gone through literally not only verbal abuse but physical abuse or sexual abuse. That has truly affected you. Understand that if you keep on you know, going into loops of you know, you progress a little bit and then something takes you right back down or like these thoughts keep on popping up into your head relentlessly. Understand that. That's because of something that happened to you. You got to really delve deep into that. See how that affected you. And, of course, we'll talk about some solutions to how to deal with that trauma in a minute. But just start noticing it. The most, the most important thing you can do is start noticing your patterns. Noticing how your brain actually operates. And, of course, with traumatic events, there is this sort of range of severity that we just mentioned, basically, right? There's this kind of verbal stuff that happens to you. You know, parents teachers yelling, kids making fun of you, being laughed at for liking someone in school. These are sort of like, they are trauma because you remember them. You remember those things happening to you and they affected you in some way, your brain, your beliefs. But there's much more severe cases. There's literally like physical abuse, sexual abuse, being near death, you know, things that are really, really awful. And so there's a range of severity, but it doesn't mean in your life that those things, if you've only been through, you know, less severe things, those still affect you. Still understand that. Think about how those events that happen to you, how they shape your current self. I think about, you know, definitely like um, liking someone in school and then everyone knowing about it and talking about it and being laughed at and feeling like I'm an outsider. Feeling like I have no friends, especially when I move to a new school. All these things affect you, right? And so you might be looking you know, as an adult in your life, thinking, why am I socially anxious? I remember I was, when I was a teenager, when I was in high school, I was socially anxious, you know? Why Why is that? Because I felt that way when I was young. I felt like I was an outsider, and so I developed anxiety so that I didn't put myself out there too much to protect myself, you know? Why, when I was younger, did I have sort of these anger issues and I got angry so easily? Well, it was because maybe I picked it up from my parents, and so I kept this going on in my life personally. You know, think about these things. How... They've affected your brain because trauma does affect your brain very much. And one thing I want you to do is an action step today. At some point today, hopefully right after this podcast, when it's fresh in your mind, when you're motivated, inspired, I want you to look up something about trauma. I want you to look up, you know, how trauma has affected your brain. You know, whatever that is for you, whatever you want to look up, research this stuff or even DM me about it. Let's talk more about it. I'm totally open on Discord, on Instagram. Message me for real. We'll talk way more about it. I'm super down for it. I love you guys so much. I really, really love you. So think about it. Do some research and also journal about it. Journal about, you know, what has your trauma been? How has it affected you? How is it still affecting you to this day? And how do you want your life to go? Like if you are plagued by social anxiety, if you are plagued by feelings of unworthiness, of, you know, you are lacking as a person, you are filled with feelings of shame or guilt or whatever it is for you personally, not only, first of all, understand this. We all feel that way. We all feel this sort of emptiness inside of ourselves. And it's all about mending that. Thinking about, you know, how do I want to feel? Understand that these things came from trauma that was out of your control. And you don't have to feel like this. Your past does not have to be your future. It really doesn't. So, one way that I really like that is important to heal your trauma is understanding the chakras in general. So the chakras are these energy centers in your body. And so 
they dictate basically how energy moves, flows through your body. If you have some sort of blockage as a result of trauma, then you are not going to be free-flowing in your energy. So there's seven chakras from what I remember. I'm no chakra expert, but this is sort of an important note about trauma and energy and just releasing these things. So if you, for example, have a blockage in your throat, like you feel your throat chakra, right? You feel like you can't express yourself, like no one understands you, etc. You need to start healing that by speaking to someone, especially speaking to the person who traumatized you. You know, if you're comfortable with that, if you're not comfortable, if that's not available to you, speaking to a, you know, a stuffed animal and pretending it's that person or writing a note to that person and either giving it to them or just burning it. Basically releasing this stuff, releasing these thoughts from your mind, releasing the words from your mouth, stopping this blockage from occurring any longer. There's lots of stuff you can do with the chakras. I really recommend you research this stuff again. When it comes to mental health, what I really want you to want to urge you, probably the main takeaway from this whole podcast is going to be just take the time to research this stuff. Take the initiative to actually go after the solutions to this stuff. Think about, you know, where is your mental health at? Where's your traumas at? And what can you do? Because it's always going to be in the background. If you've been dealing with stuff since a child, you've kept on, kept on having these reoccurring problems in your life. They're going to keep on popping up until you address them and deal with them. And I know that's uncomfortable. I know that's going to be like literally stressing you out. I've had like literally like panic attacks. I've had literally like episodes where I literally like don't even know who I am because I've allowed the trauma to come up. Don't allow like too much at once, but it is going to be uncomfortable. And just know that when it, when it comes up, when you go through something you've never gone through before, when it comes to your trauma, it's going to be okay. You're going to get through it. Find someone you can talk to. Find someone who you can trust, who can support you. If no one else, man, reach out to me. I swear I'll, I'll, be, that, I'll be that person for you. I really will because I know what it's like. And it's so important to actually get through this stuff. It really, really is. Really take this stuff seriously. Take the time. Think about your traumas. Understand yourself deeper. And so right now I'll give you a few more ways to take care of your mental health in general. And then we'll talk about how to, from the space of healing yourself, starting to understand your trauma, understand yourself better, how to then craft a bulletproof mindset. Because only from a space of understanding your weaknesses, understanding the entire picture of you instead of suppressing things about yourself, only from the space of clarity and actual knowledge of your own self can you create a powerful mindset, right? So some ways that I take care of my mental health that I recommend for you is meditation. You know, I actually just had to, I haven't meditated in about a month before yesterday. And I just meditated last night and I meditated this morning and I feel so much more clear, so much happier, so much more peaceful. Those, those feelings and thoughts in the back of my mind, for me, it's like a lot of stress, a lot of, you're not good enough. You're not doing enough. You're not, you know, acting enough. This sort of tingly feeling of there's like so many things I need to be doing and I'm not doing enough. Like I have to be like basically like a robot multitasking, doing a million things at once. That's like a feeling I have. Cause I think it's, I think it's from a trauma program that I had from my parents, to be honest, where basically I have to be doing this and that. I have to be the best. I have to just like keep on working, work hard, work harder, keep on going. Let's go. And that's a belief that I had personally that I still have to let go of even more, but just being aware of it. And I'll highlight this. You might not truly free yourself from your beliefs, your traumas for a long time, but just by being aware of them, you give them less power. You take the power away. You you understand yourself more deeply. And what you understand is not that scary anymore, right? It's like the monster in your bed when you were scared of the dark as a kid like I was. It was scary because it was the unknown. But when you turn the lights on, is that still scary? 
when you see exactly what it is, is that still as scary? Nope. Right? So meditation is a big one. We can talk, you know, a lot about meditation. If you have questions about meditation, getting into meditation, DM me. I'll just do a quick run through here. It's basically set a timer on your phone if you've never done it before. Start with, you know, five minutes or ten minutes. I started with ten minutes last night, and today I did 11 minutes. I'm going to do one more minute every single day until I get to 30 minutes. And I'm going to do 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night, getting back to 60 minutes a day of meditation. That's my goal. But again, I'm doing it slowly, right? That's how you get back into a habit. That's how you create a habit. And I'm drinking on some really good Brazilian coffee, man. I had a great time in Brazil. Their coffee is so good. Brought some home. Love it. I'm a coffee addict, bro. Amazing. Amazing coffee. So meditation is a huge one. And just set a timer on your phone. Sit comfortably however you want when you're starting. And just close your eyes and just be as still as you can. Let the thoughts come into your mind. You're going to notice some negative thoughts come in. But... It's, it's cool. Like, just bring yourself to the awareness of the thoughts that are coming in. And you notice them. You notice that they're repeating. You notice that they're the same over and over again. And what that does is it takes the power away from the thought that you're having. It takes the power away. It really does. Do that every single day. I really recommend it. I recommend getting yourself to ideally 30 minutes and 30 minutes morning, night. But, you know, whatever your goal is personally. Maybe it's 15 and 15 or... 20 and 20 or just like one half hour session whatever it is for you but i recommend meditating as much as you possibly can because it allows you to enjoy life more allows you to understand your mental health more understand who you are better and just take in all of life if you can do nothing then you can do anything i also recommend prayer and even if you're not like fully religious understanding that you know meditation is sort of you within yourself but prayer is you, you know, talking or feeling the outside presence, if you know what I mean. Like, there is this consciousness, this this intelligence all around us that, you know, that, that creates everything. Like, you know, we study life. You know, we understand, like, how life works to a certain extent. Like, we understand, like, you know, a tree grows from, like, a seed and stuff like that. But we don't understand, like what really causes that tree to grow and to me like it's the same thing that like causes you know the earth to rotate around the sun this intelligence right like this it causes this intelligence you know the bacteria in your gut to behave the way it does and like benefit you it causes your heart to beat like all these things that are happening just by themselves are happening via this intelligence that's all around us and to me that is god to me that is this special thing to me that is you know the higher intelligence that is god and connecting to that is very very important not only for manifestation but just for overall health <coughs> excuse me overall health and well-being we, we've been doing a lot of talking today we we did a we did a couple lives today and uh recording a few podcasts right now so bear with me if my voice sounds a little raspy what else do i do for take care of my mental health i do stillness i go outside man i love nature nature's another one just like walking in nature just being outside in general and i just like to be still whether that's inside on the couch or outside on a nice chair looking at the trees i like to be still i like to just do nothing no phone no book just nothing just looking just being there with my thoughts that's a form of meditation with you know with your eyes open and stuff like that but it's just chilling it's resting it's allowing again those thoughts to come in 
not always being distracted because if you're always distracted, you don't even know who you are. If you can't even sit with yourself undistracted for 10 minutes of your life, you got problems, my friend. You got problems. You got you to gotta heal those things. You got to learn to sit with yourself. You got to understand yourself better because if you can't sit with yourself, it means that you're denying something about yourself. It means that you're, you're, you're blocking something about yourself. You're trying th- to make this thing not true. You're trying to always keep yourself busy so that this thought or this behavior or this reality of who you truly are is part of you so that it doesn't come to the surface. Allow everything to come to the surface. Accept every single part of yourself. Accept the darkness. Accept that because that is you. What else? You know, in terms of nature, you know, just going on a walk, enjoying that, being present with that. The sun, getting sun on your skin is so beautiful. It's so therapeutic. It's going to feel great. Grounding, feet on the bare earth. Just touch it. Like, these things will make you feel better. I urge you to just try every single one of these. And make one of these or, you know, a bunch of them or all of them. Make them habits. You know, if they're not, if they're not daily then you know several times a week and just have pick up a habit or or two let's say that you do to take care of your mental health whether that's meditation and prayer or nature and you know meditation whatever it is or you know all of these whatever it is if you're super ambitious if you can handle all that make these a habit because i want you to have something that you do for your mental health to take care of yourself to make your mental health better really do it really really important and one thing i'll capitalize on here is also to take care of your mental health is having an outlet for creativity. Something that you do that actually propagates your creativity. I think every single person needs to have this because if not, we're a little bit miserable. I think every single one of us is an artist at heart in some way, whether that's you know music or drawing or painting, whatever it is. Maybe a few of them for you personally. Like I love music. I used to play piano, but I got to get back into it. I really, really want to. But one thing I do for my creativity right now is make videos. And like to me, that's my art. To me, it's like, amazing like the crafting of the shot especially like my youtube videos to me like i love this i I want those to be like it's like cinema to me like the backgrounds i did and all that the content to me is beautiful the music it's it's all important to me but even like my tiktoks like i'm trying to like craft these into like a masterpiece like every single word the way that i hook the viewer the way that i close out the, the things that i say the rhythm of the speech you know the captions i put on to me that's my art i love how that looks i love it so find your outlet for creativity and again, be creative, hopefully every day, but at least several times a week because that's going to really, really help your mental health as well, a lot. And now I want to get into, change the gears a little bit after those, you know, methods to take care of your mental health. I want to talk about bulletproof mindset a little bit. How can we craft a bulletproof mindset? First thing I would say is and again these are going to be some principles that i want you to take on after healing your trauma i want you to commit first of all to a lifelong process of your mastery i want you to understand that self-improvement all this stuff it's not going to happen overnight it's not going to be you know you're up one day and you're, you're your best version or it's not going to be like in a year from now you grinded for a year and you're your best version okay now we can go back to this relaxed life we can do whatever we want no This is all a lifelong process. It's about mastery, which is only through lifelong learning. And never, there's never like an end to this journey. It's always like keeping on leveling up, keeping on understanding new things about yourself, about the world. So understand that every year is going to be better and better for you if you commit to learning. If you don't be like, you know, 
motivated for one day like some people are. You know, people might join my program. They're motivated for a few days and they fall off. Or, you know, they're like, okay, I'm going to do this for one year and then I expect everything to be great and then I can do whatever I want. No. This is a lifelong process. And the people who succeed the most in my program in general in life are the people who understand that. The people who understand that it's a lifelong process. It's all mastery. You know what I'm saying? The second principle we'll talk about is action. Fast action and massive action. Now, of course, take a lot of action. That's that's kind of an obvious principle of self-improvement is actually taking action, not just listening to this stuff, but actually doing something with it. That's why, you know, I'm talking about what you could do to heal your trauma, literally giving you action steps. So if you just listen to this and then like don't do any of this stuff, you're wasting your time. You're just like sort of like basically it's like self-master. It's like masturbation, right? Basically for the brain being like, yeah, I'm improving, but really you're just listening. You know what I'm saying? The action, the uncomfortable things to improve, that actually gets you ahead. The listening to it, that's just going to change your paradigm a little bit. But if you don't take action on this stuff, you might as well not even listen. Turn this off right now, right? So massive action, fast action, which basically means imperfect action. It means get the ball rolling on whatever you want to do and just do it. Stop thinking so much and just do it. Stop being a perfectionist. You are perfectionist because you are scared of judgment. It's time to let go of that. It's time to let go of that. In this one life that you have, I want you to live the way that you want because you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to truly live up to your potential, to truly be that person that you actually are and not just be the people, the person that you think people want you to be or the person that you know people don't judge or accept fully. You know what I'm saying? If you are accepted fully, you maybe aren't living outside the box like you want to be. Like if I got a wild dream, bro, I don't care what people say about me. I know that people aren't going to get it. You know, some people are, that's great, but some people, they won't even understand. Even if I get the results, some people will still say, this is some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And you can't try to impress those people. If they're close to you, if it's your parents, your friends, it's your, you know, your romantic relationship, whatever it is, maybe they aren't right for you. Maybe you got to spend less time with those people because understand that your life should be lived the way that you want, the way that you know you should be living it, you know, for real. Like, take that seriously. Live the way that you know is right for you. And with fast action too, it's like, if you take the action right now and you just do it, it's going to open doors for you to improve. It's like you're laying the foundation right now and you're allowing all the doors to open in the future. If you don't, if you keep on planning and waiting, you're not going to, you're not going to let those opportunities in. If I kept on planning and planning and planning, you know, me doing TikToks and like always like recording videos, but never posting them, I would never get the opportunities that I have to, to work with the people I work with. You know, the brands that I work with, anything like that. I would never get those opportunities because I was so stuck in perfectionism in being perfect and, you know, being scared of judgment. Don't do that. Fast action. Post that video. Post that song. Do that thing. Don't be scared of judgment. Just do it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's got to be 90% ready. Post it. Let's do it. Keep on creating. Whatever it is for you. Apply this to your life in whatever way you can. And finally... Final principle I'll talk about with the bulletproof mindset. We can talk way more about all the ways to be bulletproof. But I want you to know this. Own yourself. Own who you are. Own what you want. Own what you're doing. For real. Every single part of you really, really own that. If someone judges that, if someone doesn't think that's cool, it's not for them. It's for you. Be who you truly are truly are don't try to 
put on fronts for other people. I want you to minimize the gap between who you truly are and how you put yourself out to the world. That's going to make you happier. That's going to make your life no longer this play that you put on, this show that you put on for some people. Just be who you truly are and own it. That's happiness. That's a bulletproof mindset. That is you truly being yourself, which is going to unlock all the doors. Like being genuine, being authentic, that opens doors for you. It really, really does. Because then you find the people that align with that. And then you can build so much more with people. Because alone, man, you can build so much. But really, it's about connecting people who are like-minded to you. Then you can build so, so, so much more. So really open yourself up. Really own yourself. It's not easy. I know it's not easy because you're thinking about judgment. But I want you to think about how is your life going to go if you if you keep on thinking about other people's opinion of you? If you keep on placing that on a pedestal, how does that bring, you know, where does that bring your life, basically? Where does that take you in the next 10, 20 years? It's hell. It's absolute hell. And I'm not saying just live for yourself. I'm saying live authentically. Live in an authentic way. If you still want to take care of your family like I do, but maybe they don't approve everything you do, they don't really see the vision that you have, live in your truth. Live in your truth. Always, always. You owe it to yourself. You really, really do. Take the risk. Own yourself. Be yourself. You'll be so much more happy, my friend. You really will. I love you so much. I hope this really helped you craft a more bulletproof mindset. I hope it helped you with your mental health. DM me on Instagram. DM me on Discord. Ask me any question you have. I love you so much. Also, I actually am announcing now a new program I'm doing. It's actually, you know, as you guys know, I did an upgrade your best version. But now we're actually doing sort of a V2 of upgrade to your best version. It's going to be twice as long. It's going to be seven weeks instead of four weeks. And I'm basically going to go live every single week. It's going to be, you know, as opposed to just a four-week program, it's going to be seven weeks of lessons. But then I'm going to be doing Q&As for the next year at least. I'll be having an amazing, amazing community full of people who are truly growth-oriented, super active, super driven, so you can network with these people. I'm telling you, like, networking with the people in the courses that I've taken have really brought me to the next level. Like, let's be real here. Like, the people that you meet who are like-minded to you can bring you places, can give you so much insight, can help you grow so, so much. So, super excited to get to know you guys more on the program. If you're interested in that again, just DM me the word program or transformation and I'll help you out so much. Actually, yeah, just DM me the word I want to transform anywhere on any social media, Instagram, Discord or best, and I'll get back to you, let you know all the details about the program. We'll hop on a free call, chat you and I about where you're at, see if you're a good fit for the program because if you're not, I'm going to be real with you. You know, it's got to be, you got to be really, really committed to this stuff, but I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening. Much, much love to you. Peace out.